Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and along with your co-host, JG, every Saturday night we share and educate our listeners on topics that show up on the playground, that show up in the boardroom, in our workplaces, and we talk about topics that affect all of us in our personal and professional lives. Mm -hmm. Gut Wisdom will make you think and will leave you with real solutions that come from real wisdoms. Love it. In the next hour, we are going to be talking about communication, Mm. both verbal and nonverbal communication to help you communicate better in your personal and professional lives. How we communicate any message we intend to deliver is so important. Yep, critical. Yeah, and the better skilled we are communicating, the more we'll be able to minimize conflict in our lives. And who can't use a little less conflict? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, JG, let's start with a few facts on communication that I bet may surprise some of our listeners. Well, Deirdre, communication skills make a world of difference. Mm-hmm. I know from my own personal experiences that sometimes the way we can communicate have such an impact on how others take it. Mm-hmm. It could help in building relationships. It can... Destroy relationships. Absolutely. It can create misunderstandings, uncertainties, hard feelings, even a lack of trust at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as we get into uh, more depth about communication, you'll see how, you know, mixed signals can be, uh, will definitely create uh, a lack of trust and will teach you um, to be aware when you're giving mixed signals. Mm. So... Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Pure, raw, and real dialogue about the most pressing problems in business and in life. We'll be right back with some more on verbal and nonverbal communication right after these messages on WCBS News Radio 880. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. And we're talking about best practices in communication tonight. As I was sharing right before the break, not communicating effectively is probably one of the single sources of stress and conflict and dealing with people in our lives. Mm. Deirdre, let me ask you a question. What? Do you know the seven C's of communication? Seven C's? Yeah, I thought, I thought the seven C's. Aren't, isn't that breadcrumbs? <laughs> no, JG, what are the seven C's of communication? One is clear, being clear in your communication. Two is being concise. Three, being correct. Four, being complete. Five, being coherent. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, You like that one? We'll mm-hmm. talk about it. And six, concrete. And the last one is being courteous, courteous with your communications. Mm, wow, courteous. Yep. Well, it's really so amazing, communication that is. Those seven C's of communication are actually posted on my computer in the office. Do you know why? I'm curious. Why? Well, I like to have visual reminders of uh, how to be my best self. So when I like to focus on communication, which is so key in everything that we do, I, I keep those seven C's posted so I know that I'm following uh, as best as I can uh, the most effective communication I can deliver. I love it. You know, last week we talked about 
bully bosses, bully bosses in the workplace and in life. And now having an open dialogue with bully bosses is going to depend a lot on how you communicate what you need, what you want, and what you won't tolerate. Ah, I love what you won't tolerate. Yeah, so check this out, JJ. One of the first things that, of course, you know that we educate executives and their employees on, and now we get this amazing opportunity to share with our listeners, which is so exciting, is the actual breakdown of the different elements of communication. When you, when you say the elements of communication, you mean things like the spoken word, the voice, the tone, body language? Absolutely, because communication... Mm-hmm isn't just the words that come out of our mouths when we say something. Mm. It's really a combination of different elements like the ones you mentioned. And I think you're going to be in for a little bit of a surprise when I share some of these percentages with you. Mm. So did you know (laughs) 7% of communication is the spoken word? Mm. Only 7%. That's not a lot. No. So what makes up the rest? 38% of what we communicate comes from our voice and the tone of our voice. Mm -hmm. But that's still not... Not there yet. No. You ready? I'm ready. I'm sitting down. 55% of what we communicate actually gets communicated non-verbally. No words, pure body language. That's 55% of our communication is non-verbal. That's huge. That is... those are amazing percentages. And 55% of what we communicate is communicated through body language. That's off the charts unreal. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually know that. Listeners, if you know that or if you knew that, let us know that you knew that. And if you didn't, I'd like to hear that you just learned something new. So I think about that every message that we communicate involves, I think you once called it the three V's. Mm-hmm. Not for victory, but it is victory. Visual, voice, and verbal, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember that? Those are the three Vs. Yep. And that supports what you were saying about body language. You know, the nonverbal communication. Effective communication begins with getting the listener's attention through strong visual, nonverbal elements, and then the vocal and the verbal transmittance of the message. Totally, JG. That is correct. The most powerful Ooh, element. I got one right. Point for JG. (laughs) The most powerful element of communication is the visual aspect. Yeah. And that's the part that we almost always don't really think about. Exactly. I I agree. We tend to focus on how we say things. And, And I've shared this in the past. You know, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Didn't May, Ga- didn't May Gassman teach you that? My mom is the one I attribute all of that to. Mm. However, before we even open our mouths to say something, our bodies, our physical bodies are already sending out nonverbal communication to others first. And I've seen that, you know, I've, I've had meetings and, and I remember one specific meeting mm, with happen? a client. He was a CEO And we went up to meet with him to talk about an idea that we had. And as soon as we walked in the door, he was sitting behind his desk, arms crossed, and he had this stern look. He didn't have to say a word. Mm -hmm. Not one word had to come out of his mouth. And you knew, oh, this was going to be one heck of a meeting. He was already in that 
state of mind of being judgmental. He, he, I mean, he put me off. He put Mike off that attended the meeting, mm-hmm. and we knew we were, we were in for it. Well, that's because your face is one of the most reliable indicators of your attitude, your emotions, and your feelings. Yeah, one of the most, you know, I think you also said this, and I'll attribute it to you. One of the most important elements in communication is hearing what's not being said. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, through facial expressions. Yep. There are there are perceptions that can be drawn by another person and not always how you want to be perceived. Totally true. You know, I can think of so many times when somebody would ask me, are you mad or you sad or you look confused and and I'm looking at them and I'm like really yeah is that what my face is saying yes definitely you you can I can read your body language I can read your face there's there's no about no doubt about it so that's why understanding nonverbal communication body language is so vital to maintaining and building relationships because we are continuously giving and receiving wordless signals all of our nonverbal behaviors, the gestures we make, the way we sit, how much eye contact or not that we make, all send very strong messages. Yeah, I, I was thinking about something on the way here. You know, when words make noise, silence can talk. And I think about when we are silent, you are still communicating. Do you agree? I do agree, and I think for for many years, You know, I have an expressive face. That's what I've been told. One of those open sort of come talk to me looks. And I've worked with people. um, uh, Karen, my uh, previous business partner, who had, you know, nonverbal communication loud and clear. Her, Her facial expression was, if you even think you're coming to approach me to do anything or ask me anything, don't, you better think again. And that's, it's interesting because we all pick up on the nonverbal. Yeah. I could be in a supermarket, very focused, very intent on what sure. I'm doing. I'm there for a purpose. And no matter what, somebody will approach me and say, excuse me, miss, could you help me get that? Like, I just look like that person who's approachable. And it's all in my face. In and, the- but it's not only in your in your in your facial expressions, it's in your whole demeanor, your whole body language. You you have a very open way of being. Hmm. Always? So, pretty much most of the time, you're very approachable. And I think that's the difference. You can tell who's approachable and who's not. There are the there are people we work with. Right. And you could tell who they are. You know, they sit with the closed door and they always have a, a frown on their face, the crossed arms, rolling their eyes. Yeah. And then there's you. Very open, door open policy. Always. People come in, you're always waving them and you're smiling and so, your eyes brighten up. So you you so it's so funny. So you just Do you agree? I do, yeah, of course. Okay. I definitely agree because I love people and yeah. I, I want to be approachable. So. And you want to help. True. But the point is, is that both my verbal and nonverbal communication is in sync. I don't Completely. Ju- I don't just say my door is always open and I'm very approachable and please feel comfortable. I say that, but as you said, my body language reinforces that message, those words, because 
I do smile because you can't see it in my eyes because you can't see the gestures uh, with my hands. And so when it's that's great when it works, because you have to be in sync both verbally and non-verbally or that's where mistrust comes in. How so? Well, when people are saying specific words and their Mm -hmm. body language is not measuring up to what they're actually saying, we pick that up. Sure. As as individuals, that's something that you don't even recognize that you're doing on a subconscious level. But that nonverbal body language, again, 55% of what we communicate is communicated without ever saying a word. And it's amazing how instinctually people can pick that up. Their gut instincts tell them whether someone is approachable or someone's not approachable. Yeah. And as we get further into this show, this is just part one. Uh, Tonight is part one of communication. And Mm. next week we'll do part two. But as we get further into it, we're going to really teach you how to read nonverbal cues. One, so that you can be aware, self-aware of when you're giving off cues that you may not want to be. Um, but certainly so that you can also pick up what other people are saying in their message non-verbally. Well, it'll be great to explore that. Yeah. Well, you you know, how do you think you show up, JJ? It depends on the day. There, are the, I have my great days, and then I have my, I could be better days, you know? <laughs> I have my winning days, and I have my days I could be learning. Do you think that your verbal and non-verbal are in sync? It depends on who I'm talking to and what it's about. Mm. But my body language, I mean, you could tell the mood that I'm in. It's very obvious. How so? Share. Well, am, am I smiling? Are my eyes lit up? You know, am I talking directly to you? What happens Is when- my, you know, do I have that open posture? Or am I sitting there, you know- with I don't the- know. I'll give you a little confusing. We were in a cab ride on the way here today- and your body language, yeah, you're laughing. That's right, exactly. You were smiling. Just give me the finger. You were smiling, and yet the words that you were saying did not match the smile. So, mm. so, which was it? Were you smiling, or was I'm it, always or was smiling? It? Yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Well, you're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. We're here every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS News Radio 880. We want you to learn more about us at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. And when we come back, it's going to be very interesting because we are going to teach you, every single person who's listening tonight, you are going to learn tricks, tips, tools, and resources Mm. about how to read body language. We'll step away for a quick update. We'll be back to share wisdoms with you. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. We're back, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, here with your co-host, JG. Yeah. And if you're just tuning in, we're deep into the topic of communication, verbal and nonverbal. Yeah. You know, oftentimes, what comes out of our mouths 
and what we communicate through our body language. Two totally different messages. And when you're the listener and you're faced with having to choose whether to believe what someone is saying, their verbal communication, or what their body language is saying, in most cases, you're going to choose what's, what messages you're getting from their body language. That yeah. nonverbal body language unconsciously broadcasts our true feelings, our true intentions in any given moment. Yeah, I agree. And I think what's fascinating is that when the nonverbal body language, as you said before, signals and matches with the words, meaning the verbal communication, then you're increasing trust, right? Developing mm-hmm. rapport, mm-hmm. clarity is there. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any hidden agenda. But when the words you're speaking don't match, right, mm-hmm. the body language, then there's no doubt there's some gonna there's probably gonna be a little bit of tension, apprehension, maybe some mistrust, and more importantly, confusion. Absolutely. Confusion gets generated. So when we talk about nonverbal, let's think about the not the different types of nonverbal communication that takes place in our lives. So let's share a little bit with our listeners. Sounds good. So we're going to share some <laughs> some body language that comes across, right? Well, first first place that you can always read most of the time, not always because some people are very good at this, but we'll talk about it later. The human face yeah. is extremely expressive. You're smiling right now. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm still mad at you. Okay. Okay. So let me talk about the our facial expressions. You can laugh all you want. You can laugh to the bank. But basically, facial expressions are actually universal. No matter what culture you come from, happiness, sadness, anger, surprise, fear, and disgust, those are all universal facial expressions. What about things like body movements and posture. Let's think about how our perception of others is created based on how someone maybe either sits or mm-hmm. how they walk or or they stand, mm-hmm. right? Or they hold their head. Mm-hmm. You know, that those are all different body movements or or parts of posture. The way you move, the way you carry yourself gives off a ton of information about you before you even open your mouth to speak. Sure. You can see somebody walking into a room, how they walk into that room, yeah. again, without them saying a word. Are they owning it or not? Are they smiling? Are they bright? Are they cheery? Mm. Or are they grumpy and uh, looking with that, anno- you know, having that annoyed look? Hmm. Sometimes I've seen that on your face, JJ. Wow. This is pick on JGD. <laughs> JGD? JGD? Yes. Then there's gestures, right? So we wave, we point, some of us talk with our hands, we'll motion people to sit down or, you know... Be quiet. Be quiet or, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Those those gestures are all part of nonverbal communication. Right. I, I look at eye contact, you know, how people use their eyes since the visual part of communication is, what do you say, 55% of, yeah, communi- fi- yeah. of nonverbal is really from there? Absolutely. You know, looking at the eye, seeing, you know, are they are they uh, closed? Are they open? <laughs> that would be one. But also, do they blink a lot? Well, that tells me a lot. That We'll get into the blinking lady. Oh, late. The blinking lady. lady. Oh, You're a blinking late. lady. Yeah, there's no blinking lady it's late here. tonight. Well, the way you look at somebody can really communicate a lot. And if you're hostile toward the person, right, we're known in our family. There's the Koppelman look. 
yeah. and you know if you get the Koppelman look. You in trouble. You are in trouble. Deep doo doo. Yeah. So eye contact is, you know, obviously key. What else what else, JG? What's what's an important nonverbal body language? Touch. I think how people touch is a is a real big one. Um, you think about how people shake hands, for instance, right? Ooh. You know, they're the people with the with the loose hands. Now that now wait, that may be just a sign that they lack confidence or they're shy. But you know how they shake a hand. But that's, that's communicating. The, that's communicating, but it's also giving a first impression many times. Well, so, that's what that's what communicating does, and th- that's, that's why one. the visual nonverbal. Is first. Sure. That's the message we pick up. When somebody comes to shake my hand, by the way, if it's not a, a, a strong or firm handshake, yeah. it could mean a lot of different things. It could yeah. mean they're not confident about themselves. Yeah. Or, or they're not so, you know, thrilled about meeting you. Yeah. Right? It could I walked go either in, when way. When I walked in and Tom put his hand out and he gave me one of these shakes, like you could feel it, <laughs> and pulled me right in, you know, one of those man hugs, yeah. you know? And then it was like a high five. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. He's feeling good. Yeah. You know, the touch that's... is very important and uh, often overlooked, but it's out there. Yep. What about space? What about it? Well, you ever, you know, everybody has like personal space. Yeah, you invaded a lot for me. Do I really? Yeah, you're always coming into my office, barging in. No, I have an idea, JG. I have an idea for the show. We should talk about this. Well, maybe that. That's just you being creative, I know. That's just me being creative. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to tell me that you have felt uncomfortable because maybe I was standing too close to you or maybe because- You smell okay. Don't worry. Thank you very much. <laughs> but sometimes people get into your own that personal space just because they're coming across as being dominant. Right. There's confrontational- and there's what I would call carefrontational. Oh, you know, where did I hear that from? I heard it from Steve Denunzio, famous mm. advisor. Oh. Coach to advisors. Okay. Say wasn't from you. Carefrontational? Carefrontational versus confrontational. Confrontational, oh, I like, that. like aggressive, assertive, in your face. Carefrontational is more, you know, hey, let's work this out. Let's help. Huh. Let's talk. Let's schmooze. Do you ah, practice that, JG? All the time. Sure. And what about voice? Tell me a little bit about voice, tone, inflection, right. high pitch, low pitch, all very important in terms of verbal and nonverbal communication. Well, it goes back to it's not what you say, but how you say it, because we can read in voices in addition to listening to people's words, right? Yep. You know, you can ask somebody, hey, how are you doing? Well, they say, great. Well, versus great. Not to be confused with the words you use. It's how you sound. Exactly. Yep. And again, how you sound, uh, if it's not matching what you're saying. Yeah, you're giving off conflicting vibes. Your voice says one thing. The body language says something else. Exactly. So you're, you're sending off conflicting messages. So totally. When, did you know when we listen, right, not only do we listen to voice and how loud or soft the other person is speaking to us, but... It's also listening to, do they sound confident? Do they sound insecure? Do they sound confused? Mm. Right. If somebody sounds confused but doesn't say that they're confused, that gives you the opportunity to say, hey, am I making sense? Without putting them on the spot, without putting them up against the wall, making them feel bad. But it gives you the opportunity when you can read these 
nonverbal cues. Yeah, the signs. It gives you the opportunity to say, hey, wait, this person is actually looking a little bit confused, even though they may be shaking their head up and down, but they're looking a little confused. That gives you the opportunity to stop and say, hey, you know what? Sometimes I'm not the best communicator. Is what I'm saying making sense? Put it on yourself. And it gives you the opportunity to clear up and have better communication. Yeah, you probably don't. I, I know our listeners don't know this. And I bet you don't remember this, Deirdre, but oh no, where's this it's going? It's a little over six years ago. This week we celebrated our sixth year of knowing each other. Right? Did you know that? Did you remember that? Probably not. I'm I know. Start I'm looking at laughing your face. Any minute. And you didn't remember that, but that's okay. Michael introduced us, and it was fascinating. When did he introduce us? November first. I think 2010. it was. Yeah, November first. I think it was. Mm, yeah, I I'd remember. Ha- I don't know if I wrote that down, but you sure reminded me about that. You communicated that to me. Yeah, there was a reason because you weren't speaking to me, and I thought it was absolutely insane. Here's another opportunity <laughs> where where JG is choosing not to practice what we preach. And uh, by the way, we met six years ago, and thank you so much. But you, you know, I've learned so much from you about communicating. Right? Sometimes it's okay to have a thought that. I I don't express, right? <laughs> that's that's something you've taught me. me. You've taught me verbal and nonverbal communication. Mm. So, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything. Well, right? I think you take it to the extreme. <laughs> okay, I think there are times where you Silence might... is a weapon, you mean? Oh, yeah, and it's a punishment. And, <laughs> no. and, you know, I often wonder how long will you go when you get, you know, what's interesting is the things that you... And I'm going to be very open. The things that you get angry with or about. Yeah. Specifically, I'm talking about with me, not with anybody else, not with anybody who works for you. I'm sorry, everybody, you're hearing our therapy session, but this is all good. Yeah, (laughs) not with your family, but specifically with me. Yes. You never really get angry over anything. uh, Of substance. Of substance. Interesting. It's true because- you know, I pretty much show up happy, ready to go. What do you need? Let me help. Work hard. Like there's, you know, appreciate, do feel like there's very little things that you could really say you have like to get. But OK, everybody has a right. You get angry, you get frustrated. But what's interesting it's is fun. that you hold on to the the anger for so long, like blow things up. And it's, it kind of becomes like. Why isn't he just communicating what's bothering him? If it's bothering you that much, get rid of it. Mm. It's not good. We we dealt with that in anger management. But let's get back to communication, JG. Yeah, it's <laughs> throw me under the bus. I love it. Yeah, no, no, no problem. I can't help it. So let's recap a second before we get into you know more effective ways of communicating. Uh, JG, we started with identifying the seven C's to effective yes. communication. Yeah, what being were clear, mm-hmm. concise, correct, complete, um, coherent, concrete, and most importantly, courteous. Courteous. Yeah. Could you please? Please, thank you. Ex- being expressive in gratitude and appreciation. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Empathy. A good topic. Empathy, your That's favorite. a big one. Yep. And then we also shared uh, with our listeners tonight, there are three elements to communication. We call them the three Vs, visual, vocal, 
and voice. And All I put of those it in, lead to victory. Right. Oh, that's good. And that's, yeah, that's really good. Uh, one point for JG. There you go. You're almost even. And so we put visual first because that's what you communicate first or how Definitely. you communicate. Right. Yeah. And what about those percentages we shared? Yeah, that I think that was probably, that was a highlight for me as I think about nonverbal and verbal communication is the percentages. 55% is through nonverbal communication. That's what shows up first. And I, I totally agree with that. 38% is through voice and tone and mm. inflection. And only 7% is really through spoken words, what you say. Yep. And that yeah. brings us to the types of nonverbal communication with the body language cues, facial expressions, body movements, posture, gestures. Yep. Eye contact, uh, touch, you know, your personal space. And again, the tone of the voice. Absolutely. And GG, we know that body language is powerful. No doubt. And it can help or hurt so many relationships and yep. so many different types of situations. Yeah, and body language can reinforce what you're saying verbally, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Or conversely, it can be if the opposite matches, and, right. and contradict exactly what you're saying and doing. Mm -hmm. It can also add to the verbal message, like when you high-five somebody or hug them or verbally tell them how much you appreciate them and show them gratitude, right. so, what so a great job they did. That's a that's a message that, hey, you're doing a great job, high-five. Totally. That's a verbal, nonverbal, instinct message. Yep. And uh, so if you want to avoid misunderstandings, clearly, effective communication personally and professionally, then you really have to know how to use and how to interpret the nonverbal cues. And I'll add this, listening is a very big part of communication too. And if you're not being present in a conversation, you're definitely gonna miss out on those nonverbal cues because what we, what we share with our listeners tonight, you know, before we take a break on how nonverbal communication in a stressful situation can be managed, you know, you want to manage that stress and I know you wanna yeah. jump in because maybe you wanna share with me that you've been so stressed and that's why your communication skills have Absolutely, been. learning. <laughs> How to manage our stress, our conflict, our anger in the heat of a moment is one of the most important things that we could do to improve verbal and nonverbal communication. I, I agree. And I know when I'm stressed or when I'm angry, you know, it, it compromises my ability to really clearly communicate effectively. And again, when I'm upset, and I think when others are upset as well, we're more likely to misread other people and also be misread. Absolutely. And, and you know, D that emotions are contagious. So if I'm upset, that trickles down oh. to the entire organization. If you're happy, that trickles down to the entire organization. Well, that, So we set the mood, we set the stage. Right, and when, you know, when we talked about emotional intelligence, you know, being aware of your emotions in the moment, then you can recognize the emotions of others and the true feelings behind their nonverbal cues that they're sending, and that's where emotional intelligence comes in. I agree. Well, took you a long enough time. Did you really need to think about that? So here's a side note to our listeners before we take a break. If you've missed any of our previous shows, you can listen to them or download them from the CBS podcast site, cbsnewyork.com forward slash 880 audio, or go to the website, gutwisdom.com to hear what you've missed. So JG, we're coming back. Yep. With emotional awareness and communication. Great. Stay tuned. 
Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Hey, everybody, we are back, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm JG, John Gassman, here along with the most wonderful person, awesome Deirdre Koppelman, the host. And if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about communication. It's been my therapy session, both verbal and nonverbal communication, how we connect with others or how we don't. Mm. So let's go back to emotional awareness and communication, Deirdre. When we are emotionally aware, we can accurately read other people's emotions and body language. Agreed? So true. Okay. And at the same time, we can create trust in our relationships by sending nonverbal cues that match the words that we're speaking. 100%. Congruency. Yes. And we can respond in ways that show others we actually understand, notice, and care. Do you know what CARE stands for? The acronym? You know me. I'm always about acronyms. Mm, care. No. Creating a rewarding experience. Oh, I love that. Every time you're with somebody, you want to care. You want to create a rewarding experience. Hmm. How do you like that? I love that. So there's no question that once you master your ability to manage stress, conflict, upsets, and recognize your emotions, this goes back to the emotional intelligence conversation, mm-hmm. you'll definitely become better at reading the nonverbal cues of other people. Absolutely, because you definitely can't be on your game when you communicate if you're stressed. That is never a good thing. I agree with you. And I would say, as we think about this, the there are inconsistencies that we need to pay attention to when it comes to communication. And we're talking about things like maybe someone's lying when the story isn't consistent. Well... Yes and no, because when we talk about inconsistencies, JG, we're, again, we're talking about how what you say verbally doesn't match with your nonverbal body language communication. That's the inconsistency. So right. For There's example, a lack of congruency between what you say and what you're doing. Right. Like, like, like we were saying before, you ask somebody how they're doing, and they say, great, or they say, great, or maybe you see it by the way that they're walking and what they're saying doesn't match. These are the inconsistencies we're talking about that really create confusion and distrust, mm, right? Yeah. And I would add that it's really important not to read too much into a person's single gesture. Right? Got it. I, mm-hmm. I, I would be very careful in saying, look at that one thing that they did and up oh, now you throw the baby out with the bath water. Right. That's true. So many times people say, oh, that person's hands are crossed or arms are crossed. Or they roll their eyes. Right. So it's not just one gesture. I get that. And I'd yeah. also add, you should always trust your gut instincts. Hey, isn't that the name of the show? It's gut wisdom. Don't dismiss your gut feelings because if you get the sense that someone isn't being honest or something's just not adding up, you can actually be picking up inconsistencies between the spoken words and the unspoken words without even realizing totally. that that's happening. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And here, and here are some cues I would be looking at when that happens. I'd be looking at things like eye contact. Mm-hmm. You know, are they really looking at you? Are they looking down, they're looking up, they're looking away? I look at the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You know, does it have a 
a happy face, the tone, the voice. Mm-hmm. Look at the posture. Sure. How they touch, how they feel, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because as you pay attention to the nonverbal cues and the signals you send and receive, your ability to communicate will drastically improve. Totally. JG, have you ever been in a meeting or maybe talking to somebody? I'm not allowed in meetings, you said. I know. <laughs> well, you know, you are. Um, and you get the feeling like you're talking to a wall. Uh, I kind deaf of had ears, that, right? I, I think I had that in the cab ride. Talking about that cab ride, <laughs> you know, like your message is sort of falling on deaf ears. So sure, here's I get some, it. Here's some hints for our listeners to figure out if the person you're talking to is on the defensive or they're just not listening to you. So if their hands or arm gestures are small and close to their body or there's minimal facial expressions, or if their body is physically turned away from you. I thought half of your body was like out the, the cab window, I by was, the way. I was, looking right. to, If their yeah. arms are crossed in front of their body and it's not cold out, or if they maintain very little eye contact with you, well, they are not listening to you. You know, there's one thing, and again, one thing I've noticed about you, mm. people come into your office and you're busy typing, right? you will cease. You will stop. You will look at them. You'll put your pen down and say, either, can I help you right now? Or you'll say, I'm in the middle of doing something. Can, can you give me like just a, a couple of minutes? Because I genuinely care and I want to be present in every conversation. And I know if I'm typing, there's just no way I'm listening and giving you my full attention. Yeah. So when I pick up these signs, I know that you're the person that is giving the right vibe to me. And I know it's either a good time to talk to you or it's not a good time to talk to you. Hmm. I see how receptive you are. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, Mr. JG. Hey, can you share with our listeners um, some telltale nonverbal signs to pick up when somebody is lying? Sure. Uh, I would say one of the big ones is Watch where they put their hands. Are they putting it in front of their mouth and they're covering, you know, their mouth with their fingers? Mm. You know, watch the eye gestures, you know, which way they looking. A lot of blinking going on. <laughs> well, that, that's exactly right. <laughs> we used to have somebody, he was, he was a liar in school. We used to call him Blinky because he would just constantly blink when he wasn't telling really? the truth. Really? Yeah. He was, so it's true. And you know, this one may be hard to tell. This sign might be hard to tell if somebody's lying. But if you're actually very present and aware of what's going on, you can actually tell if their uh, breathing rate increases. Mm. That That's definitely a sign as well. I'd say also listen to the changes in their voice. You know, stuttering all of a sudden, you know, they know they're they're on the fence. Yeah. You know, someone's attacking them perhaps or mm-hmm. constantly clearing their throat trying to buy time or does the pitch change? Right. There's just so much. Um, you know, this is only our first segment in a two-part segment talking about communication. Yes. And I'm looking forward to next week, too, when we get into email communication and those things. But so for tonight, let's give our listeners some wisdom, some takeaways. Yeah. Right off the bat, you have to pay attention to the nonverbal cues. That's the first big takeaway. Yep. And I would add to that to be aware of when what is being said is inconsistent with body language cues. Absolutely. Take notice. Here would be a third one I would think of. Take notice of the tone of the voice. It, you know, as my mom would say, it's not what you say, Jonathan, but it's how you say it. Oh, my God. I think you sounded just <laughs> like sound your mother. I sound like my mother. <laughs> and let's not forget that eye contact is so key in all conversations. Um, I was just going to mention somebody's name, but I won't. Uh, there's somebody that I've known probably 
30 some odd years and whenever he shakes somebody's hand he never looks them in the eye not good not not a good not a good way to communicate don't they say when you toast you know to like good health or whatever you're supposed to click the glasses together and look in the other person's always, eyes always and if they don't that's like a sign that something is up yeah i would say so what's another wisdom jj uh it's okay to ask someone if what you're saying makes sense mm-hmm. how many times i've been in a conversation i'm like does that make sense yeah just ask yeah Shows that you're paying attention. You actually care to stop talking. Yep. And make you're sure you're on page. the same page. And if you're not, <laughs> it gives you that opportunity to redirect. Totally. Um, I'd say another wisdom would be, of course, to be aware of your emotions so that you're not, so that not that you're not, so that you're always sending out accurate nonverbal cues. Because remember, if you're stressed, it's or angry go- or upset, it's going to come out no matter how tra- no matter how hard you try to fake it. Go back to that cab ride. You put the smile on your face, but you know what? But I was sitting with my arms crossed, Ca- you, looking you, out the window, not sur- responding. That's exactly I know right. exactly where this is going. Yeah. Therapy. Let's talk about that, JJ. Let's. Why? What? What do you take? What do you? What's, so we just shared a bunch of wisdoms. Which wisdom resonates the most with you? What, what wisdom would you take away and really practice? Uh, definitely. My tone and voice. That's hmm. the wisdom I would practice. Do you have a different one you'd want me to practice? Oh, that was a trick question. I think tone and voice. I mean, I remember not too long ago, um, I think you were giving me a ride home on your way home. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a bit of traffic because I live by the Midtown Tunnel. And oh, for, this is getting good. For all of the city dwellers out there, you know that Midtown Tunnel uh, construction, I, I don't care what time of day it is, it's it's just not working for anybody. And so they were like, I don't know, jammed, four lanes of traffic. Oh, is that I when made... you interrupted me and said, JG, move over the lane? No, 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 oh. no. I didn't well, interrupt you. you that was a different story. It was No, it's the same story, but I think a different perception. I don't know if we were in the same car, but there was, um, you weren't speaking, and I was trying to be helpful, and I said, oh, you could probably scooch over here to the left. Do oh, my God. That? You remind me of like a backseat driver when you do that. Well, had you said it in that way, with that oh. tone of voice, it would have been received a lot differently. Oh, interesting. How, how did that go? I don't remember. So why don't you did remind you, us did, all? Did you just completely blank out? As usual. Okay, because I started to wonder, you know, well, here, here I'll, I'll remind you. Please. You basically turned around and started cursing at me. I don't And curse. told me to shut the F up, <gasps> and I'm a passenger, and go sit in, in the back seat. So maybe working on your tone and the way you communicate may not be a bad idea. I'm going to try. <laughs> I appreciate that. So next week for the second part of our series on communication, we're going to get into email communication. Which, oh, my God. You know. Uh, email. Some people love email and some people hate it. It's like a love-hate relationship. It sure is. And I think what we also want to do. Sorry, I'm choking. Choke softly, please. <laughs> What we also want to do next week is give you lots of body language signs for you to master. Yeah. You know, we have so many great tips, 
tricks and tools yep. to really help our, our our listeners and myself especially because I'm in therapy. Hey, again. we can all be better better communicators. I that's like why that. we're doing this. I like that. Of course, and that's just for you here on Gut Wisdom. That's next Saturday night on WCBS News Radio, eight eighty. JG, you have a couple of words you want to say? Yeah, you know we're here every single Saturday night, seven p.m. We are so interested in hearing your feedback. So come on, let us hear from you. Either go to the website, Gut Wisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M. That's wisdom with a Z again. Share your feedback or tweet us or go to Facebook. Call us. Our phone number is right there on the site. And I'd like to thank those that uh, listeners that have been sending in their yeah, feedback. Yeah, we've gotten a thank lot of very so positive much. feedback. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Definitely. And... Should we, I don't know, maybe mention something like, thanks for listening to us? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank our listeners. Thank our executive producer, Kenya, Melissa on production, Tom, our engineer, Greg Janoff, along with the director of news and programming here at CBS News Radio 880, Tim Scheld. And And special thanks to all of our friends and families and teams at Paracore Solutions, GFG, at GFG, right. my success platform, Gut Wisdom. Thank you guys really for all of our support, allowing us to come here and do this. And did you know previously aired shows are now available podcasts, cbsnewyork.com yeah. forward slash 880 audio and on the Gut Wisdom website. Have a great evening. Remember to tune in next week for more juicy communication skills. That's and coming, therapy of and, JG. Yep, that's coming your way next Saturday night on Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates only on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions. 